All right, all right. Beanie Talks with Friends, episode 95. We're in a special place with a special friend. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Eric. What's going on? We're at Float 41. Exhale. Exhale. I know. I'm very excited to be here. We're on 17 Shunpike Road in Cromwell, Connecticut. How's it been? It's going. It's going. Yeah. Yeah. Float 41 Exhale is location number two. So we yeah. are three months old. So we are in the newborn baby phase. So um, it, it's going. Yeah. You gave me a quick tour. This place is beautiful. I love the painting and the architecture and so many rooms and so many new cool things that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And possibly explore on video. Stick around to the end. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> Big things happening. Big things. Like I said, my name is uh, Eric Feeney. I use this podcast, Feeney Talks with Friends, and I talk to wonderful people in the community that are doing great things. And today, Sarah Latiano does wonderful things. As you heard, this is her second location of the float. Can you explain what a float is to our audience? Yeah, flotation therapy. So it's also um, called reduced uh, rest, so reduced environmental stimulation therapy, um, aka floating. So a float tank is a big oversized bathtub filled with 10 inches of water, but saturated with 1,100 to 1,400 pounds of Epsom salt. So you just float effortlessly like this on only in 10 inches of water in body temperature water. Um, and so what it is, is it's just reducing the stimulation around you. So you're completely supported. Um, there are lights and music in the tank, but the idea is that you reduce the input into your nervous system so that you feel comfortable enough to turn the music off, to turn the lights off and completely unplug and turn that fight or flight sympathetic nervous system response off. Yeah, I've and done you it. just float. It's amazing. I highly suggest it to all of our listeners and viewers. Um, it's an amazing thing. I've done it multiple times, 60 minute to 90 minute, uh, lights on, lights off, music on, music off with the, um, the donut flotation device for my big, heavy kickball head, <laughs> sometimes with it, sometimes without it. Uh, I float in the, the I, the T, the Y, <laughs> all of the you positions, just get, it, it puts your body in, a, in its most natural state. It arches your back and your neck. I feel that's the most in my neck. Mm -hmm. Do you explain why? Yeah. So um, it's like a zero gravity environment. So the Epsom salt, we use the salt not so much for the benefits of the salt, but to create that buoyancy in that environment for the body to be completely supported. It just like hugs you and it's spinal decompression in a natural way. So um, there's no gravity. And so a lot of times... Um, you know, gravity is what all of our ails come from. But when you are floating like this, your body's able to decompress and go into the position that it mm -hmm. feels most natural in, um, which at first can feel very unnatural because of the way that we carry ourselves. We're hunched over at computers or the most common one, right? We live like this. So our neck is just mm. always like that. And so it really just helps support you naturally to get into the position that you want to. So that's one of the benefits there is uh, just, and the zero gravity allows all those little muscles that are in your everywhere just to stop holding on, stop supporting gravity and just let go and get relief. So a lot of these little aches and pains, you come out of the tank and they're just gone because your body gave them permission to let go. Yeah. Honestly, I got out. I felt taller. <laughs> I showered before. Then I showered at the end. I'm like, oh, shower head's like, 
taller. Like it stretched me out. They do say you're a little, a little taller bit. in a float. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, because it's you're just decompressing everything. Yeah, like open up my spine or yeah. something. Or um, it's fascinating. Pretty good stuff. Good stuff. What inspired you to uh, start the float? It was our calling. Um, float came into my life at a very critical moment um, or moments or season, I guess, in my life. Um, it was first discovered a float tank in 2018, a um, couple years into a season and journey of just crazy amounts of stress and work. Um, I Myself was in the military. I was in the Air Force for 17 years. Uh, so a very, very successful, crazy career. Um, my husband had a very crazy career, two little kids. And so just, you know, a small family that was just going too fast, too hard, right? Through all the things. And, um, you know, you're not meant to go a thousand miles an hour. You're not meant to work 24 seven at a very elevated fight or flight state. And when you live there for so long, your body starts to break down. Um, and for me, a result of that was um, a lot of very significant health concerns directly related to my lifestyle and the stress. And um, so then that, you know, fed into anxiety and, you know, um, uh, my mental health was really in a bad place, but nobody knew, right? Because you go to work, you put a smile on your face, you have a job to do, a mission to do, and you just do it. And so um, through all of my journey, I have, I had tried many things to help that. Um, but when you don't have any time, when you don't have any resources, when you just have to push through a family life, work life, um, you know, it, it becomes a lot. And uh, then being in the military, there's also you know, certain things that you just keep to yourself, right? You know, would they are changing the scope of that and it is very, very open accepting, but just when you're in there, like I'm fine, right? You mm -hmm. know, I'm just, and that's what I told myself is I'm just doing my job. But when I'm sitting at my computer screen, just crying all day, every day, or just, you know, crying on the way to work or crying on my way home, like what's wrong with me? And the answer is nothing's wrong with you. You're just dysregulated, right? The, the nervous system, revs up to fight or flight when it needs to, but then it needs to come back down to complete homeostasis. And uh, that doesn't happen. So that whole burnout and, you know, just being run down, but then it fed into very, very significant health concerns for me. And uh, my husband had heard about floating on a couple podcasts and um, he read about a place up in uh, Northampton, Massachusetts. So there's one very memorable day where I broke, right? You know, after breaking and getting back up, breaking and getting back up, and I broke, and I didn't think I'd get back up. And uh, he said, that's it. Let's go. And we drove up to Northampton, and I cried the whole way up there. And uh, we floated for 60 minutes, and that moment has forever changed my life, my husband's life, our family's life, everything that we're, like, put on this planet to do changed in that moment. So, so cool. Great yeah. story. Did you guys do a combo flow or a separate flow? No, we did not. Um, <clears throat> we they they did not have double floats there. And honestly, if we would have gone to a place that had a double float, I don't think our experiences. Not at that time. Yeah, the our journey would not be here. Um, when you are at that point, double floating has its place. Um, I love it. We do it here all the time, but it's for specific reasons. You know. Um, severe claustrophobia, PTSD, um, autism, uh, yeah, slight my wife, mobility issues. I've done them both. I've done yeah. the walk-in. I've done the 
the egg, the egg shell. The orb, yeah. Uh, I've done it again 60. I've done 90. I've done solos and I've done partner or combos. It's great. My wife like enjoys the combo. She said she could relax a little more knowing I was there. I guess it's weird to say, but. That's good. For me, my nervous system was just overstimulated and shot that I just needed to turn off everything yeah. in my body. And turning it off for those 60 minutes, it came out. I didn't have a vice on my chest. I didn't feel like I was going to puke 24-7, right? You know, that's how I lived my life because there are messages from your body saying, hey, hello, like what yeah. you're doing is not okay and unsustainable. And um, so in that moment, I felt this sense of hope, right? That there was hope of a better way and a different way to, to live. And I used to say that um, floating saved my life. I've learned to reframe that through my journey of the float tank didn't save my life. The float tank was an environment that gave me the fill and space to do the hard work that I needed to do on myself that I'm still doing, right? You mm -hmm. know, healing is a journey and it's a forever journey of healing and progressing and learning and evolving. Um, so it's my space for me to do what I need to do. So it's not the tank itself. The tank is nothing special. It's water and salt heated to the temperature of your skin, but it creates that environment that is so important for the nervous system and body and mind to do what it knows how to do. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's inspiring. I got some tank words. Tank We're, words. Before we go over to tank words, I want to thank you. Well, I was going to talk about the first time we met or thank you, but I want to thank you. Um, you have, donated so many gift cards to our raffles and have completely made our raffles um, exciting and engaging and people love to win the floats and um, you've helped us earn a lot of money at our events so I can't thank you enough. You're a good friend. Um, so I just want to say that. Two, the first time we met, I was wearing my army cargo pants. My first chamber meeting ever and we were sitting next to each other and you were like, hey, those are army cargos. I'm in the military too. They're real that, army cargos, yeah, right? You know, yeah, I had the real ones. a difference from what you can buy at the store. Yeah. That's how oh, I yeah. knew, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. They were my BDU pants yep. that I cut, had altered, took the patches from the chest, put them on the cargos. Yep. Totally like, I saw someone do it. So I was like, I got to copy that. That's yeah, a great that's idea cool. for the summer. Like you cut your BDU pants or your uh, fatigues or BDUs, battle dress uniforms. And then you put your name tag, your U.S. Army and your Feeney on the cargo patches and you notice right away. So, um, yeah. And then we've been connecting ever since. And, um, again, I can't thank you enough. It's uh, been a pleasure. I mean, what you're doing for the community is amazing. And you know, that's, that's why we open this place is to be embedded in the community to, to help make this world a better place. One floor at a time, you know, you just spread kindness, right? Be a good yeah. friend, right? That's what this world needs. So, you know, why you do it to help kids like we're, it's, why all humans should be here, right? Yeah. You know, take a little bit of kindness and spread it into the world. And it just spreads like wildfire, you know, and yep. uh, everybody, everybody needs some kindness. Yeah, sure. I guess improving people's mental health is also like being a good friend, right? Because you're making, yeah. Our motto, be a good friend, pick up trash, hold the door, give a compliment, be charitable. So you do all that with a float. Or a soak. <laughs> no, yeah, I, Sarah doesn't like that word. She's, it's new terms. People so. have been saying the word soak. We don't soak here. I don't know. It's it's weird to me. 
All right, we got flow words. All right, so flow what words. does it mean to take a break? Hit the pause button. Hit the pause button. Decompress. Hit, hit, the, pause <laughs> hit, hit the pause button. I don't ever <laughs> turn it off, right? Ooh. Nothingness. It's beauty right there. Beauty. It's beauty. Clear and empty mind. Am I saying all the words or are you going to say some words? No, those are, uh, am I supposed to read these? Is that what you want me to do? Oh, maybe you give me like what it means to you. Oh, Oops, okay. Maybe I didn't explain the game I right. I don't know. I, all right, what's sorry. it mean to you? Yeah, to well, decompress. I think I was following in on okay, that. Sorry. But clear, empty mind, I was like, hmm. That one was yeah. more than Nothingness is beautiful to me. All right, I like yeah. that one. Back to nothingness. Yes, that's beautiful. That when I heard this word, I thought like the phones, oh my goodness, the phones, the emails, the texts. So that one hour or 90 minutes, 60 or 90, if you're in that tank, what is it? De deprivation chamber or? Reduction, the old school term is deprivation, sensory deprivation. But... Sensory deprivation. But it's just like even hearing, I'm an elementary school teacher. I hear Mr. Feeney 100 to 200 times a day. Yeah. So sometimes I just need a float. Or my kids, you know, when I ask my kids, hey, what are you doing today? Yeah. And she says, your it's mom, beautiful. you know, it's like, I need that nothingness sometimes. We're plugged in 24-7 and it's not the way we were designed. So we yeah. need silence. We need nothingness, right? It's so beautiful. back to the clear and yeah. empty mind. Yeah. Same. Oh, sensory deprivation. Mm -hmm. Yep. That is floating. That is just, it's. Now, sensory reduction. So, you know, the thought back in the day was that we were depriving our brains and nervous system of the input. And if we do that, does it turn off? What happens? But now we have the technology to take a look at what's happening to the brain and nervous system. And the truth is when you unplug and reduce and remove the input, your whole nervous system and brain light up. It's pretty it's beautiful. Like, there's something when you scroll... Some people, they scroll for 300 feet of content. Mm -hmm. The length of a football field, yeah. you're scrolling. In one sitting, In right? one, in your neck, and then yeah. you're scrolling. So you need that, you, you know, do. no sound, yeah. no light, and no gravity. They you call it doom that. scrolling, right? Uh, like it's, you know, you're just feeding your brain this signal, and it's these tiny spurts of dopamine tiny that don't even do anything and so you need that hit so you keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and yeah. scrolling and it's just draining it's like they the casino like the jackpot what's coming up next scroll right. yeah. how about steph curry and tom brady Ooh. fun facts yes they are avid floaters and they love it um we can now talk about them floating for a while um nobody knew but tom brady owns um one of the the float tanks in his house, and they oh he they owns have one them, in the house yeah, and they mm. all have them in their locker rooms and stuff. Steph Curry loves it. Um, you know, Tom Brady is a fantastic example of floating for visualization and the mechanics, right? You know, you can rewire your stress response system. What what's happening to a quarterback, right? You know, there's a whole team trying to tackle them to the ground and mm -hmm. take the ball away. And to be able to do that under pressure of all those people running, all of the people in the stands, but guess what they're able to do? Find that flow state, right? Get into that deep visualization. Um, movies do a great um, uh, 
like depicting that, right? Everything blurs and it just hones in. And that's the flow state, right? That is you going in and just flowing through it and you can actually train that. And the float tank is a great place to do that. You can take your visualization into a float tank. So it's not only your physical recovery, all of those benefits, but it's really here, training your mind and yeah. your nervous system to rewire that stress response system. And so those are those are great examples of people that love to float. Steph Curry, yeah. can't beat him. Oh, disconnection. Yeah, everybody, you need to disconnect to reconnect, right? What what happens when our cell phones or computers uh, start acting funny? We turn them off. We unplug. We put them back in. And everything just starts to work better. Mm -hmm. We're the same way. We would never let our cell phones run out of battery. So why do we let that happen to us? Excellent point. That's that's my IT skills. Oh, it's not working? Unplug it. Plug yeah. it back in. Router, and how often does that work? It. Oh, man. Like a champ. Yeah. Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Who's a better podcaster, Eric Feeney or Joe Rogan? I love friends with Feeney. <laughs> Eric Feeney is fantastic. <laughs> but, all right. So Joe Rogan also and, does the float. Yep. He is a big floater, big component of it. Um, he is how we initially and he loves about the sauna floating. too. He loves the sauna. He loves all the things. He talks about cool plunging as well. Oh, he, yep. Um, yep. He, he is indirectly responsible for a huge um, portion of this modern day float boom. You know, floating's been around commercially since the 70s. Uh, it was invented in the 1950s by a gentleman named Dr. John Lilly. Um, and then he worked with um, a couple named um, Len and Lee Perry to create the first commercial float tank, which was called a Samadhi float tank. And um, uh, Joe Rogan, I believe, uh, he has a float tank and he's a big component of it, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's how we heard about it. And so, um, there's this 2018 modern shift. Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Yep. Well, before then it was 2018 when we what decided to get was into it? it. Who was his guest? I don't remember because he would talk about it quite, quite yeah, frequently many. with different people. Yep. Yeah. So we had just, um, uh, my husband would listen to him a lot and I started listening to him and, um, he, he would talk about it like just it would come up randomly in a lot of different podcasts. Oh, yeah. He talks yep. about it a lot. But he had. Um, and the cold plunge comes up a lot. Yep. He's had quite a few key people in the industry on there that talked about it. <clears throat> he has a great one about sleep. A doctor talks about sleep and how yep. the importance of sleep. Relaxed but energized. It's amazing. Recharge your battery. Recharge That's your what battery. That's we all need, right? Empty mind, improved focus. Very important. And if I were to write one down, what would you write? Did I miss any? Solitude. Solitude. That's okay. a good one. Listen to the silence. You unplug from the world, right? We've, we've all learned to listen to others. Everybody else around us has the answers. Solitude is not scary. Go in the solitude. Listen to the silence. You have the answers, right? They're, they're here. You clear the noise. You know what to do. So if you're struggling, if you've got issues with life or if you just want to figure out what what do what's next for me or what do I do or if you have any conflict or if you have any problem solving, um, get into a float tank. Think clearly, right? You know, before you get into an argument, hit the pause button. Say, hey, I got to float on this, right? You know, we'll, we'll round, we'll circle back around. It yeah. takes you out of that fight or flight response, allows you to think about it mull it over without um 
uh, that emotional charge next to it so that you can see it through a different lens and uh yeah solitude's everything yes yeah, so many different physically mentally there's so many benefits of floating i'm a huge friends of float 41 and i'm a huge friends and uh i recommend it i highly re recommend it you know because again i got so much stuff going on dad husband teacher nonprofit. uh all JCC things. basketball star, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, it's like, I just need to turn it off and in. You yep. know, again, ups, you know, you can rotate your hands. It's just an amazing float, um, just a posture and everything. All right, so I'm going to ask you three keys. So we have sponsors. Let's thank some sponsors. Number one, Direct Line Media. Dave, this is episode 95. I'm honored to be speaking with you. This is a long time. You want? I wanted you to be top 10. That's how long I've been trying to get you on a guest. <laughs> we're going to be in the top 10. But now I you're... was a pandemic business. It was tough. Oh, yeah. But I'm glad you're myself. here. I'm glad I finally made it. Um, episode very 95. excited. 95. We got some 95 questions coming up okay. next. Um, Brooke Goff, Keating Agency, The Fix IV. You should do a collaboration with The Fix. You get The Fix shot and then you float. Yeah. The Aaron's Fix and awesome. a float. I would love that. Um, Luna Pizza, Donut Crazy, Weha Roasting and Brewing, and the Parkville Market. You ever go to Parkville Market? Yeah, there. Yeah, and People's amazing. Bank. People's Bank is a great spot too. So People's Bank, all my wonderful sponsors of our podcast, and last but not least, West Hartford Lock. So, with that being said, what are three keys that make you great at owning a float business? What are three important keys of owning a business like this? Having the passion, passion for it. This is uh, a grueling business. This is not a business that you just say, hey, I'm going to open up a full yeah. place, right? You know, um, you have to have the most successful businesses out there um, start with a passion, right? You know, any business owner will tell you it is so grueling. Um, and if you don't have that passion, you're you're going to burn yourself out. Um, and uh, so, so you need that. So passion, support, um, support is everything. Support from a family. We are a family business through and through. My husband designed and built these. My kids, you know, built them. They help pick out every furnishing in here. Um, and so supports everything. Support from the community. Um, we wouldn't be here without, you know, people like you and, you know, being able to spread the word and just having that support. The chamber's amazing. Um, just the local small business community in West Hartford is strong in Cromwell. So support is everything. Um, so let's see, passion, support, and what's the other key? Um, just community, right? Yeah. You know, the, the people, the love, kindness, I guess. Yeah. Be, um, Those are all great. Kindness. So kindness is everything. You lead with kindness. You show everybody kindness. They feed yeah. it back. Um, I need this place and everybody that walks through this door just as much, if not more, as they need us and the float tanks. You know, I they fill my cup up every day. It's how I get up and go to work every day is the people that I get to see and the stories. And um, just knowing that when they leave, I've left, hopefully, have they've left better than when they came in. And you can tell, you know, they got yeah. smiles on their face, their shoulders are down. So I sent somebody out a little better than when they came in. So that feeds my soul. Yeah. If you could be anything in this world, be kind. Be kind.
Let's cheers to that. Which one do you want to drink? We're going to drink some kombucha. And can you explain everybody what kombucha is while we're drinking it? So kombucha is a fermented tea. Um, we have cross-culture kombucha, which is a local kombucha down in Danbury. So Ian and um, Liz made this. They are amazing people. Um, and kombucha is a fermented tea. And so um, it's got live cultures in it. So it's really good for gut health. Um, it's got probiotics in it, but it is non-alcoholic. So this one is a little bit more of a social kombucha. Um, it's not fermented as long as a lot of the ones that you see in the store. Um, so it doesn't have a lot of the same feels that other kombucha would. Um, it's not as bitter, but which means that it is just delicious and really good. And it doesn't have any of the added sugar in it. So a lot of things are over or not over fermented, but they're just different and they're really bitter. So they end up dumping fruit juice into it. Um, and this is just amazing. So it's really good for you. It tastes delicious, but it's also a great option um, in a world surrounded by by alcohol, right? Hmm. You know, I- Yeah, there's um, kombucha breweries now. I saw that in kombucha so social hours and- yep. Yeah, Happy they have hours. a cross culture has a tap room in Danbury. So it's a whole thing. You can go uh -huh. down there. Um, we took our kids um, when we first started our journey of opening a float center. We went out to Portland, Oregon for a class and they had um, uh, kombucha on tap in their center. And I knew instantly that I wanted that, but there wasn't a place around until I came home and started searching. And then they had just um, opened. So I locked them in i was like oh my goodness we went down there tried it and it's absolutely delicious yeah you have it on tap in west hartford yep yep and they're they're around there and you have it canned in cromwell yes um we will get it on tap here uh we're two taps in west hartford correct yes yep and the flavors are always rotating and it's well it's really delicious come on my I'm like all right let's my go. mouth is watering well, all this good let's talk do let's do well, it all right Kombucha. Yeah. Ready? Cross culture. Look at that pour. Yeah. And if you pour this smell. in a glass, it just looks great. It, you know, foams up, fuzzes, and so it tastes delicious, but also it's something that you can bring somewhere and know that you're feeling like an adult and cheers, right? Cheers to number 95 yeah. float. Thanks for having me. Kombucha. It does have a, a wine smell, right? No? And it does something good for your stomach. It does, yep. It's got those live cultures in it, so it helps to regulate the gut biome. That's good. This one's really good. Have. I had a couple, you're like, <coughs> but this one? They're bitter. And these are really light. So most people come into our centers, and I'm like, would you like a cup of kombucha after your float? And they're like, no, I don't like kombucha. Hear me out. Just, just have a little taste. Yeah. And I've converted hundreds of people into liking kombucha now um, because this is awesome. So they're right in Danbury. They're they're amazing. And you can find them. They're on tap at Dora Marketplace. So you can go grab a cup there. Um, they're good old Dora. Yeah. No juice, not even a little bit. Not even Vegan a little bit. Vegan and gluten-free. Oh, it says do not shake. Why is that? Because there's enough bubbles? They're, yeah, that's so fizzy. So it, like a soda, it'll go everywhere. Liz and Ian, you shouted them out. Shout out to Liz and Ian. Cool name, Boogie Down Black. <laughs> They're big BDP. 90s hip hop bands. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. 
They got a their new tap room in Danbury. They got a boombox painted on the wall and everything. It's it's such a cool place. They do classes, um, but they are really they have a whole non alcoholic um, marketplace there. So um, it's just great options, you know. Um, That's good stuff. Yeah, I love it. My kids love it. It's so good. Now is it? What can you compare it to? Is it like a diet drink, protein drink, a cleanse? Is it a um, fermented and eating biomes? Got has me thinking. Definitely health. Yeah, um, it's definitely a, a healthy benefits. beverage. Uh, was will probably school me on this, um, but to me, I, I like it because of the health benefits. But I like it more because it's a it's a social beverage that's healthy and good for you. Gotcha. So it's not high in sugar. It's not soda. It's not alcohol, right? You know, um, a lot of times it's the art of the relaxation that we're after, right? Um, I, I still drink a little bit, um, but kombucha has really come into my life and shown me that a lot of times I would reach for the glass of wine to help turn the day off, right? Um, and a lot of times we're... We think it's alcohol relaxing us, but what we're looking for is that ritual, right? That's that ritual of pouring it, smelling it. It's like a texture. It's a whole texture sensory experience because the bubbles come up. If you pour it into a class, it gets ahead. It looks like a beautiful IPA. Um, and it, I sip on it and it, it's just beautiful. And you realize that that's what's helping you relax, right? Mm -hmm. It's not the alcohol affiliate with it, but that's the slippery slope. And that's part of my journey, right? I would go home and want to turn everything off that I've been going crazy for 24 seven. And, you know, it's just a natural thing of one glass turns into a glass and a half that turns into two glasses. And, you know, and this is a very, very common thing when you talk to people. Mm -hmm. And so always having kombucha in my fridge has really helped me of, just, I want to feel like an adult, right? You know, you drink seltzer and water all day long. Um, I don't like soda or anything like that. So it's just a nice option to sit down and have something to drink. It's it's that ritual we're looking okay. for. Yeah, at least that. for me. So this has really, <clears throat> really helped me. And it's helped a lot of people as well just to go and enjoy something. Pretty cool. Cheers again. So cheers, kombucha. Let's talk about these beautiful mugs too. <laughs> Those are yeah. awesome. We are a family business through and through. My aunt in Maine is a potter and hand throws these and she made them for me. And then I want to just thank, shout out some of my winners here. Thank you, auntie. What's her name? Uh, Mary Kay Spencer. Mary so, Kay Spencer. The potter's house. Cheers. Cheers again. Third <laughs> there <cheers>. we go. <laughs> Luke and Lynn Booth, Greg Jewell, Rachel. From Glastonbury, Nicole Oliver, Jim Miller, Jeff Brown, Rick Hertz. I played basketball with him. Landy Vernon, Deb Finnegan, John Scripp, Jason Ryan was our most recent winner. Jason Ryan's a good guy. He's going to be a podcast guest. Uh, he's a cardiologist. Great guy. He's a, And he's an NBA. No, no, not a – he plays in the JCC. The NBA. NBA, yeah. Comparably. Yeah. <laughs> and then John Scripp helped out at the – he volunteered at the golf tournament. He played this year, and he won. But he's a natick mass, but he was really excited about winning. Uh, I can't wait to go to the golf tournament in here. Yeah, come on. When we're not crazy in construction. Right? <laughs> Sounds good stuff. Um, no, kombucha. And then I know we're talking a lot of float, but you have some really other exciting things here. 
would you like to talk about more of a dip or a plunge <laughs> or the sauna? Um, well, we have an infrared sauna here. So infrared is a sauna that is not as hot as a traditional sauna, but infrared is invisible light. So it's a sauna that you sit in that um, this invisible light, it's exposed skin and it's getting layers deep into the, the skin. So it's great for into the muscle. So inflammation, pain, um, you know, muscle tension. It's been a game changer for me lately with my tension infrared headaches and everything sauna. infrared sauna so that's a standalone service or paired with the float tank because it helps induce that parasympathetic state so it's just really really nice so that do then sit when or you stand the, do you sit or the benches move out you can do yoga in there you can move so it's a two-person infrared no that's a regular sauna no yeah um Where's you were infrared? in the regular one so it was right over here oh, wow. um so it's a clear light we went for a really high quality sauna there um but it's they say it can start to break up things in your body that have been there for a long time and kind of flush them out so a little bit of a detoxification effect on it i'm um, really good for your skin and it's just really awesome so that's wow. the infrared sauna um but the main modality that we added here that we're super passionate about is contrast therapy. So that is the traditional sauna pair with the cold plunge tank. So we are the first people in Connecticut that are doing contrast therapy the way that we are contrast doing it here. Contrast therapy. Yep. Is that fire and ice or? Fire and ice. Yep. We've named it fire and ice, but the like uh, official term is called contrast therapy. And contrast therapy can range different things of going from hot water to cold water but we did it with a traditional sauna and a cold plunge tank which one happens first the sauna yep so the experience um for one person is about 60 minutes um it is meant for three rounds through this contrast so the oh. contrasting is you go hot cold hot cold hot cold so, so you do it three a few rounds. times yep so usually about eight to 15 minutes in the sauna. Uh, it's something you have to work up to as you kind of get used to the heat, but the sauna's hot. So it's about 180 degrees. So it's a traditional sauna. We have a beautiful whom rock heater with a bucket of water and a ladle and you can steam it up if you'd like. So you can make it a little more intense yep. if 180 degrees isn't hot You could enough. do 15 minutes in the sauna. You could do anything. Yep. And so you do the sauna, you come out, and then you take a dip into our cold plunge tank. Um, and so the sauna is 180. Yep. What's the cold plunge? About 48 to 50 degrees. So <sighs> deliberate cold exposure is absolutely amazing. And uh, anything under 60 degrees is really going to give you those amazing deliberate cold exposure benefits. Um, the research happening right now is really awesome. And they say uh, for optimal um, health and benefits, um, getting about 11 minutes a week of cold exposure is fantastic. And you can get that in many different ways. You can get in one session in our fire and ice cold plunge. You can do it in a cold shower. You can do it by running outside in the winter time. You know, it's just really incredible getting that cold yeah, exposure. Yeah, my friend, you just turn on the cold water at the end and yeah. David Goggins, you know David Goggins? I do. Embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. Embrace and it tenses you up too. It's something that with the tense. That's Jocko Willick, yeah. another guest on uh, Joe Rogan. Jocko and David. Have you listened to Good? Oh, who's that? By Jocko. No. It's you is that his look podcast? It well, it's about um, a three and a half minute clip, and uh, I listened to oh, it. Oh, good enough. Good, uh, just good. Uh, um, listen, it's uh, um, 
a story he tells about how um, uh, people in his unit would say, you know, they'd come to him and say, you know, oh, uh, with uh, bad things and troubles, and he'd say, good, good. You, yeah, right? this is your challenge. Cuts, right. Yeah, like you and, typed the whole paper and it got erased? Yeah. Good. good right? Because this is going to make you stronger. shows you adversity or if there's a challenge, good, yeah, right? Change yeah. your mindset. I listened to that. I can't even tell you how many times. Yeah, um, I know that one. You yeah. know, yeah, that's like really Jocko. good. Jocko's and awesome. I listen to it a lot. Shows his watch in the morning, 4.30, pile of sweat because he just worked out. He gets up at 4.30 to work out. And he here I am. kid books too. My son read them. They're awesome. They're really I, I wrote to him because he's from Connecticut. Yeah. He lives like in Torrington. I'm like, Jocko, come on, be a guest. Jocko, be a guest. Should <laughs> be Jocko a be a guest? Yeah, be a friend. Be a good friend, good. Jocko. Yeah. Friends of Jocko. Come do us on a cold plunge and be a good friend. We, we can do it here. Yeah. He'll do the plunge. Yeah. He'll do the contrast therapy. Um, yeah, good. Good. I like that one. Yeah, good. Um, so you got the plunge. Oh, and like you said something about dopamines. Uh, a, a, you, when you drink coffee, your dopamines last maybe like, I don't know, 20 minutes. I'm making these numbers up. You probably know them more. I don't know the the caffeine coffee one, but it's... But then the, if you do the cold plunge, it lasts like two to three hours or maybe half the day. Uh, upwards of like two days. Two days? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. There, there's a lot of good things coming out about dopamine. Um, it, it's pretty awesome. I'm definitely not an expert. Um, I... Just know I have a passion for it. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of information out there that says the the dopamine peak that you can get out of deliberate cold exposure can be like somewhere of like 250 times higher than baseline. And so it spikes you up and then slowly brings you back down. So there's no, you know, um, deep corresponding trough with yeah. it. And so if you're in a trough, right, um, the only really thing that pulls you out of that is time unless you get into cold water, right? Cold water is a physiological response, right? You've got those endorphins, that dopamine rush kicks in about eight, I think eight to 10 minutes after. And so by that point, you're back in the sauna for your second 15 minutes. And so once you're like, I, I'm never doing that cold again, all of a sudden that dopamine rush starts to kick in and your body's like, hey, I, I really like this. I think I can do that again. And so that second and third round, are, are just magical. So the first round's hard. I'm excited and, and nervous. You're going to love it. Stick around to the end. This is going to be a show and tell. I'm going to do the contrast therapy. Yeah. I'm very excited. We're going to have cameras and uh, I'm going to get cold plunge. And I'm going to do the sauna. Sauna, I'm not so concerned about. Cold plunge, I'm just ready. My buddy Stads, he's a cop. He used to go in his recycling bin with ice mm -hmm. and just sit there. And now he actually purchased something. You see them like, I looked at one or two on Instagram or Facebook. Now I swear every day they're trying to get me to buy. It's the plunge. The plunge. <laughs> it's awesome. This guy, Eric from Viking, the CrossFit guy, he he does plunges. You got to start your day with a plunge. You have to. Stads. Yeah. It's so important. It's it, And it's so easy, right? Once you do it. And it's something as simple as cold water can just change your day. And change your outlook and just everything. And it's 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 incredible. And if you don't have access to a tub or a recycling bin, take a cold shower or fill a bowl of water with ice and put your face in it. Right? You know, yeah, like just dunking your head sometimes. Right, works just too. just your face with you know calming the vagal nerve and just you know it, it changes everything. Just getting that initial dopamine rush can 
can pull you out of somewhere and just change everything. All right, let's play another game. It's called First, Last, Best, Worst. I don't know if we want to do plunges, floats, or like a mixture. You know, your first plunge or dip, your last plunge or dip, and your best plunge or dip. It's a storytelling game. Your first one we talked about, it was in Northampton with your husband after a very bad day. Yeah. First one, life-changing. That's a fantastic story. <laughs> we got to get the minutes so we can pull that up and share that. That's going to be our pillared content when we share the episode. We're going to start that. It's a new, new concept we're working yeah. on. Right. We're going to pull that 30-second clip of you saying that. But uh, that was your first one. Mm -hmm. Last one, when's the last float or dip? Did um, you dip today? I did not dip today. Um, I've been preparing for this podcast. I should have dipped today, but today is our preventative maintenance day. So we wanted to make sure that everything was in great working order and the salt wasn't eaten, everything. So um, my last float was two days ago, mm -hmm. I think. And um, my last dip was, I think, the day before that. So it's just been, it's a crazy time of year right now. I'm here open and closed by myself. So um, my practices aren't exactly what I would love them to be, but I'm working towards that. So um, I know. Can you put a little closed for 20 minutes, sign on the door and do your thing <laughs> I, and then I, open I it? I could. Well, I was in the infrared sauna today for a little oh, bit. Okay. So I did do some, some, therapy. some sauna work. Yeah. Break up some muscle tension and just feeling, feeling better. Um, but tonight I think I'm going to stay and do one of them so all right so that's your last one time i just found my thing like i just got there it was like oh and it lights went on time was up so it took me like 58 minutes yep so the next floor i was like i'm doing 90 definitely yeah. so 90 from here on out for me that's what happens when you go too long right that happens to me a lot where I get in there in the first 50 minutes for me, my ears are buzzing right? yeah. I'm just overstimulated. Um, but regular floating is amazing. Like, it just works to, you know, so that you don't get that far. Um, yeah. You mentioned that to me too. You're like, Feeny, you got to make it more regular. <laughs> and then your body gets Once used to year, it. Is that <laughs> <laughs> the best float I had, I was like, Oh, I was around the corner for, um, getting my insoles or my feet looked at my podiatrist and I'm like, Hey, I got some time. Is there a float available? Oh, you made my day. Yeah. You're like, come on over. Come on in. It was the best. That day. was a good one. Oh, so good. Cause it was awesome. like almost, I'm spont spontaneous, uh, spontane uh, whatever, spontaneous. And I came by <laughs> so relaxed. It was a great day. It was a great day. Yeah. I remember you saying you felt good. Yeah. No, that was my favorite float. Yeah. So my what's your favorite float? Favorite float. Um, I, I try not to talk about my floats too much just because every everybody's journey is different. Everybody's nervous system is different and you interpret things differently. But one of the best ones that I had very, very early on is um I was completely transported into a memory of mine. And it wasn't a memory, it was a I was actually there. And because the brain like your mind has it all there, right? Um, and it was a memory of uh, my grandfather and I um, sitting at a restaurant in Granby called Geo's. Um, when I was working at the base full time, he actually worked at the New England Air Museum 
or volunteered there, right? You know, he, mm-hmm. he worked on all of the old planes. That's what he loved. And he loved taking me and touring it and meeting all of his buddies. But he would meet me for lunch. And, um, you know, this one day we're sitting there and this really happened, but I was transported in there into my float. And he had sat me down um, because I was in my early 20s. I was crazy career, all of the things, um, just focusing it and the point of the lunch was to sit me down and saying, Hey, you need to slow down and you need to knock it off. You need to come around. Like, where have you been? You've been too busy. Right. You know, my, my grandmother, um, uh, missed me. Like, you know, just kind of one of those tough love conversations of like, Hey, like you Mm -hmm. gotta, what what are you doing? Right. This isn't you. And you're right. You just kind of get fast tracked into that. And, uh, so I was transported into that, into my float. And, um, it, his conversation was a little different. He had a spin and it wasn't so much about my grandmother. It was about, um, my husband's family and, uh, so, and his grandparents. And so I took out of that, like, Hey, like we gotta slow down and we gotta, you know, take our kids and really, you know, like, Cause at this point we had kids, right. When this story actually happened, I didn't have kids and, um, you know, it kind of pulls you out of that rat race, right. Of like, Hey, what's important. Right. So, you know, uh, we're crazy busy, but everybody has time to pick up the phone or pick up a pizza and go have dinner with your grandparents, your great grandparents in this fact. Right. And, um, you know, he, so I had that float and, uh, we started doing some things and then, you know, um, uh, some family members started having some real significant health concerns. So like, to me, the timing wasn't anything to, you know, ignore. Yeah. Right? So, you know, um, wow, it put you in a place. That's, it, it puts that's you in a great a flow. Yeah. It's a great flow. And that will hold with me forever. You know, of, um, you know, we, we all get busy, um, managing and running two businesses and building it and the kids and all the things, but, you know, we try every day to kind of slow down and, that's what's really important, right? Time and family and what, what are all the things if you don't get time with your family? So that's what I really took out of it. And, uh, so yeah, that was a great quote for me. My stranger things, 11 goes in water sometimes and she transports, but that's unrelated or that's kind of had a vision, but put you there. That's a good, I love that. And and AO was another Netflix show. She did something in water and superpowers and floated away and Stranger Things does a great job with it. Like we really like that depiction of it because, or I do at least, um, it's, they take a sci-fi approach to it, but it translates into if you turn off all the input and noise around you, you can access a different part of you, right? Mm. So that's a sci-fi way of saying it was able to transport her to the upside down. Mm -hmm. But it translates into, hey, like you can go deep into your subconscious and to who you really are. Right. And, you know, we don't use nearly as much of our brain as we have the capability of, or, you know, because there's too much noise, our brains are just so focused on survival and keeping us alive. So that's such a great okay. metaphor for, you know, there, there are no monsters, but you know, we, we all have things we're battling or we're, we all have things that we need to work through. And so that's the processing that you can do to get into that place to really process and heal. And it's, it's a great, 
I love it. All right, good. Yeah. See, I don't feel so bad. It's like, oh, yeah, Stranger Things. No, no it's, it's great. <laughs> she she definitely covers her, her eyes and puts herself, and then she, she's in this new realm. Yeah. It's cool. It is cool. I enjoy watching that with my daughter. My daughter, Neela. All right, some numbers I'm going to shout out, some percentages. You tell me what they mean to you. 41.5%. It's from your website. Oh. 25%. All right, give you a hint. Yeah. <laughs> 41.5% stress, anxiety, and depression. That's uh, 41% of all humans. Right? Mm -hmm. we, we all, so many of us struggle with it. And then 25% of Americans feel chronic pain. So this is good to unplug. 30% yep. of, oh, 30% of us struggle with sleep disruption mm -hmm. yeah floats are These great are big numbers right? I, oh the night i floated i had a crazy dream too it really triggers something in your brain so i felt taller um relaxed and a crazy dream almost like the i saw my grandfather not not family members were involved and it was crazy yeah. so i 60 of us need meditation so float is like a meditation. Yep, you can you can meditate in a float tank. Hundred percent of sports injuries are recovered more quickly when a complementary treatment plan or a zero gravity environment. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady. <laughs> Stay healthy. Oh, and this is a good one too. Focus and creativity. Seventy five percent of is where you can improve your mental awareness. And inducing an intense state of calmness that allows you to see things more clearly and get ready for competition or giving presentations or whatever may come next. Who wrote this on the website? Um, I had some help, but I had a lot of input in there. Yeah, it's very cool. Very true. It, it's true. I, I mean, it's floating can just help anybody with it, right? We're all humans with a nervous system. So we all deal with these modern day ails, right? Because... Again, more overstimulating, go too fast, too hard. So um, just, just being put in that environment where your body can do what it was designed to do can really help a lot of these things, right? Will it cure it all? No, but it can definitely help have a better quality of life while you make the changes in your life that you need to to get to the root cause of why you have chronic pain, why you know we have anxiety. And in 2021, you were featured in a, national tv show yep called world's greatest yeah that that's was, pretty that cool was a lot of fun it, it was really cool maybe we'll share the link on this podcast about world's greatest that was really cool i have that t-shirt <laughs> i'm so mad i didn't wear it today <laughs> okay world's I love, greatest no i love that shirt but you know what saturdays are for for the friends oh see that guess what happened there does that ever happen to you yes all the time <laughs> what do you think that is Deodorant. Deodorant. I missed. Mine is or salt. Or one under. Yeah, I've got <laughs> salt. Same thing. I had to change my shirt because mine was covered in salt. It's just so episode ninety five. Ninety five was a good year. What grade were you in ninety five? How old are you? Um, were you in high school? No. No, no, you're was, not in high school. I was eight. You were eight. <laughs> Bergen too. I played ninety four. I'm like, oh, you guys are. You were in high school? He's like, no, in 94, I was like sixth. Yeah. Oh, all right. So I was going to do songs in 1995. I might be able to. Another strikeout two years in a, two, 
podcasts in a row. This is my heyday, 94 and 95. Great years of music. Oh, you guys are so young. I might be able you to reminisce on some songs. All right, come on. Who sings? Don't take it personal. <laughs> it's just one of them days. You know that song? It's just one of them days. Don't take it personal. I just want to be all alone. Oh, no. Monica. Ugh. How about, I just want to be alone, but. <laughs> that's a good song. How about, I got five on it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How about, you know that one? How about, a sweet fantasy baby. Hmm. That's Mariah Carey. How about, <laughs> How about the song of the year in 1995? Gangster's Paradise? Yes. <laughs> Who sings it? Oh, Tom. Coolio. Okay, there you go. How about, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. <laughs> All right. I know. You know that one? I know. Yeah, I know. Skilo. Oh. oh. I'm not doing so good here. Burn it. This I game is. I wasn't allowed to listen to a lot of music. This game. <laughs> This game, thought I had something, two in a row, struck out. Eric Bergen struck out too. You guys are just young, it's my bad, my bad, I should have known. Oh, it's the first of the month, wake up, wake up. Oh man, come on, who sings that? That's Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, okay, moving on. Fail. We're guess we're not singing. We're <laughs> reminiscing of great songs oh, from man. 1995. Bergen, you failed in 1994. We're gonna start talking about NSYNC. I mean, then we can talk. But you know, there there might be a bye bye bye. Can we that, get that going? Oh, on? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's do what time? How long is that float situation gonna be? Am I gonna do a round or two, or how long should I be in, in your, the sauna today? Uh, in your for, contrast. Um. So. Thinking doing Is the sauna like ready to go? Yeah, it's all ready to go. So like 15 minutes in the sauna, whatever you can stand in the cold plunge. Ideally, a good plunge is two or three minutes, um, working up to about max is five. It's all about the breath, right? I know, I know. You go in. Key is to fully submerge and just do, don't think. You just got to hop in and completely submerge even head. your head. Yep. Grab the sides, go all the way under, and come back up because that's gonna, you know, um, activate the vagal nerve and just, you know, relax. And uh, the people that struggle the most are the ones that tip wait too long, tiptoe, and get into their ways. And like, I, I can't. But if you just, we can all do hard things, right? Get uncomfortable for a little bit. Um, that's where the beauty happens, right? You have to get uncomfortable to you grow. You sound like Jocko. You yeah. sound like Joe Rogan right now. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true, right? You know, you can we, do hard things. Do hard. If things. I start my morning by plunging, then if I face a job interview, it won't be that so bad because I just plunged. Or if I just plunged and then I got a presentation in front of all my clients, it's all right because I just plunged. I could do anything. You ate the frog, right? Ate the frog. <laughs> you got this. It's all about the breath, right? You know, you might come up in, you know, slow, steady breathing, box breathing. Helps. Can you coach you know, me through I, I can on video? Yeah. You're going to record this? What camera are you going to use? One of these guys? That one. This camera. This camera. Or this camera. Whichever. Tell them what you've been up to. The camera? <laughs> 
That's from Hot Ones. Oh, it's a great day, Dill. Do you know what today is? I do know what today is. It is a fabulous day. Happy birthday, Eric Feeney. I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe that you were here podcasting with me on your birthday. Like, how? Why would I not want to spend my birthday with you? And I even donated a balloon because it's all the way up to <laughs> the sky. It's up in our molded like ceiling. Wonderful architecture. Gonna stay there. <laughs> Until you Ryan comes with a big letter. You share a birthday cookie with me? I would love a birthday cookie. Oh my goodness. These are be a good friend cookies. Happy birthday. When I had it. Where did you get the cookies from? This is from Will. My student Will. Thank you, Will. Oh my goodness. They were made this morning. Birthday cookies. Birthday cookies. Whoa. Stephanie, birthday cookie. Don't mind if I do. Yeah. You know it goes really good with birthday cookies? Kombucha. Kombucha. Can I? I'm gonna need another yeah. one. I'm gonna try that this new flavor. Pearl gray. Ooh, look at that. Oh, look at that pour. You getting that pour? Getting that pour? Mm. Earl gray. Oh, it's a little sweeter. I can smell already. Can we dip? Yeah. Well, you can. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try. Oh, no. Oh. Oh no, Will, your cookie. Uh oh, I'm gonna get it. That's sometimes a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> with the milk, let it sit at the bottom. <laughs> well, we'll see how. Uh, well, these cookies are delicious, <laughs> Will. What minute are we so I know Will shout out? About a minute. A minute? Or about an hour? Oh, yeah. <laughs> about an hour. <laughs> All right. It's been an hour. Right? 50 minutes with Feeny. Wow. And then, it's fantastic. This is a really good cookie. I like how it's not. not I like um, like a lot of cookie, mm -hmm. like not so many chips, but that's good stuff. I like how it's soft. I don't really mm -hmm. like crispy cookies. This is really good. Will, great job. Mm -hmm. Couple other people want to shout out. Oh, what else you got? Today's gonna be a fantastic day. You will do great. FYI, I believe in you. That's my friend Zoe. My principal, Mr. Dunn. Oh, you, you know, I think you know Mr. Dunn. Was he the principal of your school in Suffield? He was. Happy. And then he moved over. And he left you for and a better school. I think that school. was actually, um, we didn't quite know each other, but I had um, volunteered for the, was it JA for a day? Was it oh, the yeah. JA? Right? They do JA, and, uh, Junior Achievement. Junior Achievement. That was awesome. We went into school and taught the kids about business. It was awesome. This is Lennox. Got me balloons and a candy cane. Happy birthday. Thank you for teaching us. You're the best. I hope you have a great birthday. Oh, my gosh. And she wrote a magic carpet poem. You have a magic carpet that whizzes through the air to Spain or Maine or Africa. Just tell it where. So you'll take it where you've never been before, and you could buy some drapes and use it on your floor. Oh. <laughs> that sounds I like a... I love it. <clears throat> birthday present. Birthday Card, flat screen, fine Italian sports car. I said check one, not number two or three. Birthday card. I uh, <laughs> get it. Check one. You have to check one. You tricked me, Amari. Good one. Let's see what else. Thanks for letting me share these. I'll make Be a here. good friend. Have a great B day from Annalise. She was my student last year. See a theme, be a good friend, mm -hmm. birthday card. 
Oh, this was a good too. This is also Will. Be a good friend. You hit, so the directions was put a check on the picture of something being a good friend and put an X that's someone that's not being a good friend. So here it's saying, can you help me? The person's saying, sure. This one's saying, dummy. And this one is saying, hi. Oh. So I would X out name calling because that's right. not being a good friend. That's not being a good friend. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you show me how to get to the nurse? Yes. I hate you. Again, not nice words. Cross that one off. Great little fun little game, the Be a Good Friend book. Thanks, Will, again. Thanks for your cookies. What else we got? What else we got? Another card, wonderful card. There was a lot of jokes in here about early bird specials and playing <laughs> bingo and my oatmeal being too hot and drinking prune juice and sitting in a rocker. Not funny. Amari got me two cards. That one was insinuating I was old. You get that? And then they're like, Mr. Feeney, you're 45. Your gray hair is showing more. I'm like, thanks, kids. Thanks. Distinguished. Distinguished. So thank you for sharing my birthday card. Oh, oh then awesome. This was sent to me. Edible arrangement. Chocolate-covered fruit. Happy birthday, Eric. We love you, Nicole, Neela, and Bridget. That's the, that's the fam. Oh, how cool. And this is our one hour in. Now, if the kids ever watch this, they would see that I'm shouting them out. But the scene, they don't watch Dad's podcast. Oh, no. Real nice. Oh. Be a good friend, girls. <laughs> watch Daddy's podcast. They'll go back. No, they watched one. They watched number 90 with Keith Griffin, Deacon Keith. Because their friend, Christina, is Keith's daughter. And I guess they watched and laughed at both of us oh, no. during lunch. <laughs> so Christina, Bridget, and Neil had good time watching us because he did he blessed the podcast and he hit me with some holy water and i was like <laughs> i guess you're supposed to say amen and he hit me with some holy water and i said let's go i felt the spirit you know <laughs> <laughs> and they were just cracking up at you guys right? let's go <laughs> and then when you get communion i i said i say thank you but you're not supposed to say thank you what are you supposed to say amen did you learn that in a float? <laughs> or how about this one today, too? I learned, um, why the chicken cross the road? To get to the village idiot's house. <sighs> knock, knock. Who's it? The chicken. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one, right? Kid hit me with that today, and I'm like, wow, really? That's funny. First time I've ever heard that one because it combines two classics. <laughs> yeah. The chicken cross the road and a knock knock joke. And you're like, and you're calling yourself dumb. Yeah. And I got played out. <laughs> well, thank you. That's the best joke, right? That the, is the best joke. They set you up and they knock you down with something totally not that you don't see. Yeah. Multiple. Kids are the best. Gotta love the kids. That's the greatest thing about teaching. I'm in my 20th year. Every day is different. Kids say the funniest things. They call me old, gray hair. Now they're like, uh, my wife puts together my lunch. And they're like, would your wife make you for lunch today, <laughs> Mr. Feeney? And I'm like, okay. Let's last year, Mr. Feeney's lunch. Yeah. Last year, I told the kids my least favorite food was chocolate chip pancakes. Every day. Oh, there's they would draw chocolate chip pancakes, put them on my desk. Or Mr. Feeney, look out, chocolate chip pancakes. So finally, if they took this SBAC test and they did well, I would eat chocolate chip pancakes. So they had to wait till like March and study and do 
do the best they can on the state test. But I ate them and they were gross because they're my least favorite food. I like my chocolate chips and like dessert. Agreed. I don't like chocolate chip pancakes. What kind of pancakes do you like? Blueberry. Yes. Blueberry. Only way. Extra blueberries. Like as many as possible. And then put blueberries on top. Do you mix the blueberries in the batter first or do you pour the batter in the pan and then put the I like to plop in? them in. Yeah. Strategically. Yeah. Maybe do a happy face, peace sign, you know. That way you can control the amount of blueberries. Yeah. Because if you mix them in, you use all the blueberries and then you have batter left and the ratio is off. Got it. It's all about One the ratio. One of key things. Well, these cookies. <laughs> Don't leave them here. <laughs> Oof. These are really good. All right, so before we float, what do we got? We're floating. All right, so float, boom, boom, boom. You're plunging. Oh, I'm, pl I'm plunging. You're plunging. Dipping. Polar bear. <laughs> penguin. What should I expect? Lay out some expectations for me. How am I going to go? I'm going to dinner at 7, 15-ish for my birthday. I'm going to Brico. You ever go to Brico? Yes. So good. Oh, my goodness. So oh. my birthday dinner. Oh. So we have to go to Brico. Yeah. It's a rule. You All our special places. Year? No. But like we just went, I think we just went for my wife's birthday actually in October. They're awesome. Great. Great family. Great Billy. Great to Billy's supposed to be a guest. Oh, come on, Billy. Let's All right. Go. So with that being said. So expectations. Oh, yeah. Expectations. Because I do have a follow-up question with the restaurant. I was going to do favorite restaurant, but expectations of the dip first. Have no expectations, right? Go fast. Go fast. Don't think. Don't think. Don't hesitate. Just do. Just do. Right? So you're stressing out and activating your fight or flight response. So you can't let that happen. You have to get through it. So fully submerging and coming back up. Can I stay under for a little bit or should I come up quick? Uh, you can. Just... You're going to want to come back up probably the first time. <laughs> um, I think as you get... You know I'm a beast. Hey, go for it, right? Um, Can I talk some smack? Or, or yeah, I wish we could take odds on how long I'm gonna stay. But all right, expectation well, you continue. Don't know, right? You've never. I'm done a little nervous. Like this, yeah, it's okay to be nervous, right? Um, but I'm excited. Yeah, so you're in the sauna first. Um, so uh, sauna use is a stressor in of itself. So you know, it elevates your heart rate. It gets you into like that zone two cardiovascular um, state, and so. Um, your heart rate's going to race. You're going to start to sweat. And um, just when breathing starts to get heavy, you're, you're ready to get out. Usually I steam it up a little bit to kind of pump myself up. I'm like, okay, let's do this, right? And I come out, you're, um, then you plunge and you just got to do it. And it, it's a shock at first. It, it really is. Um, but immediately coming up, it's just finding that breath, you know, the, um, just deep box breathing. So pulling in from the belly in for four, slow breaths, hold and out, right? So, okay, hold it now, like no, that? No, slow, methodical breathing, yep. Okay. So you want to slow down slow. that response. Um, having your fingers outside of the water is really helpful. There's just so many nerves in your fingers that it can hurt and it just... It doesn't make any sense. So the whole point of the plunge is really, you know, benefits is from your shoulders uh -huh. down. So put your thing, um, hands on the outside and you just slide in and get comfortable and just breathe and find a focal point. 
for me in the plunge, that's constant filtration in there. So there's a spot on the tank where the water hits the edge of the tub where you see this ripple effect. That's what just draws me. And that's my focal point. And it just starts to go. And as my plunges get better and that dopamine's going, I kind of like fall into that um, ripple. And it's it's really, really relaxing and beautiful for me. Um, at first, your first plunge, you might be like, the ripple, right? But um, it's whatever Santa. you can withstand. So if down, up, and out's all you got, um, that's fantastic. You know, when you do this in a regular setting, you're doing it for three rounds. So that first round is tough because your body's not used to these stressors. It doesn't have those feels. So our the way that we were designed is, you know, we were designed to be out in the elements. You know, we bathed in the creek. We, you know, uh, had fires and you know, stayed in huts where it got really hot, but then we went outside, right? And so the body has, um, you know, you're activating different responses. So when you're in the sauna, you're creating heat shock proteins. Um, and so it's really good for brain health, cardiovascular issues can really help, um, you know, longevity and disease prevention. But then in the cold, you're creating cold shock proteins um, out of the liver and then just all the endorphins and dopamine. And then the two of those combined going hot to cold, hot to cold. is just a can't wait. All right. It's a superpower. So you're going to you're going to love it. I think it's time. It's time. Any closing remarks? Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm sorry that it took so long. I met you a long time ago, but um, being able to connect with you with all of the raffles and everything, and uh, it's just just been awesome knowing that um, you're out there spreading kindness and uh, that you finally get to come in and I get to, yeah. um, you know, expose you to these awesome, awesome things. And so definitely check it out. Float your phone number in West Hartford is 860 one nine two nine four nine. Yep. Your number here is. You want to take it away? Or you want me to? Uh, you can. Eight six zero three eight four zero eight five zero. And info info at float forty one Yep. Is the email. Exactly. We're in Cromwell, and you're also in Bishop's Corner, West Hartford. Again, I highly suggest you check it out. You'll see all the benefits when you see me later and t tomorrow after this dip and contrast therapy. I'm going to be a new person. I love the floats. <clears throat> Again, uh, just happy to be here on my birthday special day, special float. I'm Can so excited to be here. 45. 45. We had one guest, John Decker, came on for his birthday. That was episode 65. That was cool. We shouted you out on float episode 22, oh. June 8th, 2021. <laughs> we got the, sh that's when I was wearing the float shirt. Yeah. Check it out. But I love my friends of Feeny sweatshirt. It'd be a good friend. Um, you know, I have one of the original blue ones with green yes. writing. Yep, I, I love it. And we've got all the stickers. And I actually Gotta take get your, your swag. Come on. Yeah. Got a hat for you, th too. Thank you so much. Get the hats. They're on the Square app. Uh, please like and share our episodes. Episode 100, it's in the books. We're going to be at Playhouse on Park, February 12th. Mark it down. We hope to see you there. Live audience. Frank Whaley from Pulp Fiction, famous actor, real deal. He was in Pulp Fiction. He was in the um, the baseball field of dreams. Mm -hmm. so oh, I can't wait! February twelfth. February twelfth. I hope Valentine's to see there. Valentine's Day week, but I'll be there. I'll be there. It's exciting. All right, let's go float. Let's All go right. plunge. Let's plunge. Dip. Dip. I <laughs> uh, will say, be a good friend on three. One, two, three. Be, be a good, good friend. friend. Thank you. Ready to come out? We're ready. Yeah. All right, let's uh, come on out. 
nice sweat going, sauna, and what those just do. Grab the thighs, go all the way under, fully submerge, and come back up and breathe. Let's just talk for a little more. All right, we'll talk a little, oh no, okay. you can't. Do hard things, don't stall. So just stand in it, sit down. You're gonna get this? I'm trusting you. Don't give yeah. your brain direct a chance to, to run, just get Shout in. Direct run media, I love you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thanks. Birthday plunge. You are a good friend. Flow 41 forever. Going in, waist, then sit, completely go. Yep, do it quick. Waist, now sit. Go, under. Come back up. Ooh. Breathe. Breathe. And from the belly, slow. Breathe. You got this. Oh, it's been about what, 30 minutes? <laughs> Feels like it. 15 seconds, maybe. Breathe. Breathe. You got this. Oh, the about... first initial was rough. Yeah. But I got this. Yeah. You can put your head back on here, uh, settle in a little bit. Uh, uh, it's a little cold to move. Uh, there you go. Uh, Just breathe. Uh, you can I'm do hard it. things. Uh, 49. Oh, it's my neck. Yep. Cold. Okay, too cold. Uh, Cold in the calves, cold in the butt. Breathe. Be a good friend. Be a good friend. Do hard things, get uncomfortable. Be a good friend. Oh, thank you for coming. You're gonna have an amazing birthday dinner. You're gonna run out of here, feel like a million dollars. Superhuman. What do you think, Steph? How'd I do? Oh, you did awesome. All right, fantastic. First one. Be a good friend. Be a good friend. Ah. High five. Thank you, yes. Sarah. I encourage everyone to try this. Cromwell, West Hartford. We're flowing, we're dipping, we're doing saunas. Yep. It's good for your mental health. I feel better already. Let's say be a good friend on three again. One, two, three. Be a good friend. Oh, I didn't come out. Ah! <laughs> <sighs> Oh,